Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Mother's Day special. I am very excited to be starting a new series by interviewing my mum. Also, I'm 10 now, and I'm ready to talk to more people with interesting jobs about what they do at work. Hope you enjoy listening and finding out with me. So, as you may know, I'm interviewing my mum, and I know what her work is. But let's hear it from her perspective. Hi, mum. Hello. So what do you think my work is? You know, having, you have to go into a gallery or gallery and then like, you sell prints and you hang them up. Yeah, that's all I really know. Okay. <laughs> so what is your job from your perspective? <laughs> well, you have it pretty much bang on. I run a business that publishes prints. The prints in my case are the artwork that people have either photographed, designed or created for album covers, record sleeves, music. I have a small space that I sometimes go into that people can come and see the prints, a sort of gallery or print room. And a lot of my job is on a computer, making sales or processing orders, wrapping things, that sort of thing. So I'm a print publisher I'm also a print retailer, so it's like a shop, (laughs) put on exhibitions, so it's also a bit like being a curator sometimes. I am a bookkeeper for a hobby. I am a cleaner, and I am a consultant because I also help people work out where they put their prints or their paintings, and... I'm also a mum. I am your mother. Do you understand? <laughs> so how did you, because I know it's like your business, like you're not working for everybody else. Technically you're working for yourself. Mm. So how did the business first start? Good question. It started with your grandpa, my dad, who, who started it about 23 years ago and he ran it on his own as kind of a hobby Mm -hmm. for a long time and as the internet became more and more important in the world of and the art world and in in general for shops I started to help him I knew that I wanted to work in the art world because when I was at primary school even all I really wanted to do was the art and that was my favorite subject at school And I went on to study at university and I studied painting a really long time ago. And then after I had to get a job that paid me money, 
I had a few different jobs for a while. I then went back to university to study museums and galleries as a master's degree, which is like the next thing you do after your first degree. And there I learned all about the history of museums and galleries and the how they operate and all the kind of different things that you might need to know in all the different kinds of jobs that you might have working in a museum or an art gallery. And at the same time, I was helping Grandpa out. (laughs) And then it's quite a quirky business, so (laughs) it's difficult to find someone to help you. And that is how a lot of family businesses end up being family businesses, because you help out a bit in your spare time. I used to help him out at exhibitions and things like that. And then slowly it became my full-time job. (laughs) And now it's my business. I was just asking, because you know how you did, like, a, like a, you went to university to study art? How does art have to do, like, with album covers, like, music album covers? Oh, well, they're visual, aren't they? So, back in the 1950s, possibly very slightly earlier than that, actually, there was a record label called Columbia Records, and they employed an art director who was a who was an artist called Alex Steinweiss. Alex Steinweiss, who is the inventor of the album cover, in 1939 he convinced Columbia Records to actually put art for the first time ever on the side of an album cover. And within a month the sales went up over 894%. So when that happened they knew that from there on out everyone was going to do album covers. And he said, let's, our music used to be released on a bit like an LP, you know, the big records that we what have. What LPs? Well, you know CDs? Yeah. They're like that, but they're 12 inches square. Okay, so they're like the ones that you put on the record players. That you put on the record player, exactly. <laughs> so a sort of a previous format of yeah. to that was was slightly different shape, but they used to come in really boring, slips. plain slips. Yeah. With just a bit of information written so like on them. brown and writing. Basically brown. And he said, let's have more fun with this. Maybe we could we could sell them. He did it for classical music releases, which was okay. the main music around. And then jazz. And then that era, loads of really exciting designs came, came through. So he led the way and then he was taken over by another artist who made really interesting pictures. So isn't it pictures. Like customizing your own work a bit? Like... Yeah, so they would get a brief... Like, they would be told what the record was, and then they'd be inspired to create a nice picture to try and sell that record to the public in shops. And then that became a huge thing, because all the records had to compete with each other by not just what was inside, but by the packaging. And it's slightly different to something like cereal, or tea, (laughs) or... Even books, because you just have no idea what's inside until you play it on your music player. Is it like a certain type of music that you do? Because when I go to your like gallery there, there's just mainly men. <laughs> <laughs> but also, is it like... That's very true. And we can why? unpack that. <laughs> but why... You mean mainly men that you see in the pictures or mainly men yeah, that you like, see? Yeah, uh, like, 
You know, like in like the album covers, and they're supposedly the ones who actually made the music. Why is it all men? Well, Gwen. Just that era. There are some brilliant women in the pictures that we've got. Brilliant women making music for many decades. And we have a small number of those women in our collection. Debbie Harry, for example. You like her music. She's, she was from Blondie and others. And we also have female artists who've, who've made the covers, including Scarlett Page, who you did interview back in series one, the photographer. Yeah. But the, the music industry for many decades was really dominated by men. Mm-hmm. So most of the people making music were men. Most of the people making the covers were men. And things are changing Mm -hmm. but that's why most of the pictures are probably of men because they were the ones in bands that were getting the record deals i'm just gonna ask out of all like the prints that you sell which one's your favorite Mm. that's a question (laughs) and like who's (laughs) my favorite one at the moment is a painting by it's painting that has been made into a print by an artist called alfreda benj And she did all the album covers for her husband, Robert Wyatt, who was in a band called Soft Machine that you definitely won't have heard of. (laughs) And uh, it's a very jazzy sort of painting that is very yellow. And it's my Mm favourite because (laughs) she gave one to me. So I've got it on the wall downstairs by the piano to inspire us when you are learning. So, in a normal day of work, like when you go to leave and you go to your office, what or you work at home, what do you normally do? Because it to me, on your screen, it just looks like files, and it's like just all files, and it's really confusing. Like, oh yeah, that's basically it. It's mainly <laughs> no, but like, what's what do you have to? Are you just like set, like clicking on files? Like, okay, I don't really have a normal day. Okay. Especially because I have you. Yeah. I often work from home. Yeah. Because your school's around the corner. And my job affords me the freedom, luckily for me, to do that. So I can maximise how many hours I get in front of the computer Mm -hmm. by working from home. Also, I just want to know, so about like the like artists and stuff, do you get to meet most of them? Yes, I do. And do you enjoy meeting them? It's one of the best bits of my job. I get to go and see someone else's workspace quite often. So I get to see, sometimes if we work with a someone who's done album covers that is also a painter or also a photographer, we get to see... The studio? Yeah. And that's really fun. And it also means I get to talk about the things that I've always enjoyed talking about. I get to talk about their art with them mm-hmm. and geek out. But sometimes I don't get to meet the artists. But yeah. That's because they live far away. <laughs> but I do get to meet them on video calls. I don't really have a normal day at work. Sometimes I I sometimes have a little list of tasks that I have to do in the morning that might mean like make sure I call the people with the packaging materials to order a replacement. Or I might get some new tubes. Or it might be make sure I call one of the artists to remind them to send me a file or something like that. Or it might be first thing I need to do is create an 
invite arc work, which is what I've been doing today for the next exhibition. And then, like most people in jobs like mine, and actually in lots of different industries, one of the first things I do is I look at my email inbox and see whether I've got any emails from suppliers or artists or customers who want to know about a print or who have chosen the one they want and want to find out whether they can pick it up or pay in stages or that sort of thing. So there's a lot of customer service just like you'd get in a shop that you walk into but all by email. Sometimes I go in to work and I have a really nice drive through the countryside and it's about 20 minutes and then I park, I get the dog out the car. Mm. She trots, <laughs> trots ahead of me because she knows the way now and unlock all the doors, maybe make a coffee and then sit down and open up my computer and quite often if I'm going in it's because I've got orders to wrap. So then I get the tissue out the drawer, find the print, lay it out, check that it's okay, roll it up, write the label and all that sort of thing and then I take it to the post office or organise a courier and um, sometimes, usually the days of the month where I'm in a really bad mood because I've got to do bookkeeping and that means going through all my stock sheets and making sure I've noted that they've sold and put the bookkeeping, which means like accounts, like maths, and then send reports to all the artists telling them how much I need to pay them and can they invoice me, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then I come home and pick you up from school. Can I ask you what's your favourite thing about what you do at your work? Yeah, there are lots of lovely things. Re meeting the artists is probably right up there, like we talked about, studio visits and things. And getting lovely Christmas cards from them that they've designed or the chance to enter their worlds and support them. That's really nice. And the other thing that I love is the chance to make the people who buy the art, some of the my collectors, really happy because if I can look after them well and help them get things for their homes that make them feel really happy because music we listen to especially when we're young I mean it, imagine you had tell me your favorite musician at the moment Harry Styles what's your name Mary. hi Mary who's with you today this is my cousin Annie and my cousin Sarah you got your cousins out here Mary Mary, we noticed during sound check, we noticed, there she is, you were crying. Yeah! I was crying! That's from Mr. Styles. Okay, good one. So, we'll target him, shall we? Because wouldn't it be amazing to have one of his album covers printed really big, really beautifully, with his signature on it? Yeah. As well as the signature of the photographer that took it or the art designer that yeah. set it up. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that's what I do. So that's really, really lovely. And the other thing that I really love about my job is that I can be flexible. So if I need to be there to go and see a performance that you're doing at school, mm -hmm. I can usually be there. Yeah. Because I can give myself an hour off. And it, yes, so that's it. So what I love is the flexibility to do my other more important main job which is to be your mother and that <laughs> doesn't just require time but that also requires emotional energy 
and thought and reflection and yes so so it gives me the chance to do that i am your mother do you understand mm -hmm. so what do you find difficult or you dislike about your job i guess when you are running a business not completely on your own, but but day to day on your own. There's a lot of responsibility. Without, you can't just close your computer at five o'clock or seven o'clock and not have to worry about it anymore because it's it's it has you have to keep it going. So that would probably be my least favorite thing sometimes when it's not going well, okay, or when we haven't had enough sales, or where a project that I've put a lot of work into hasn't come off as well as I hoped, and also the, it, if I have bad habits, there's no one to stop me, like, yeah, so the, the, the discipline of getting up and going to work on your own, where there's no team waiting for you, that's, that can be a bit lonely sometimes, when it's mainly on your shoulders, that's probably my least favourite thing, but there you can't have one without the other, so, yeah. So, so if you advise, if you were advising somebody about like your job, what would you, what skills would you need? Mm. I think I've had to learn to be entrepreneurial. Do you know what that means? In the middle, I think somebody once told me about an entrepreneur. But... <laughs> it's kind of having the desire to set up, set up businesses, really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, put things together. So I've had to learn to, because to, when you're a painter, you just are quite often just on, on your own working on something that's just in your head between you and the, if, well, if it's painting, between you and the canvas or whatever material you're painting on. To do what I do now, you have to be much more entrepreneurial, maybe brave, or it's less, less easy to hide away, and to sell. And I've always felt quite cynical about selling. <laughs> Anyway, let's get serious. You want to buy this car what? Yay or nay? Well, I don't know. We have to think about it. Yeah. What's there to think about? I mean, you told me you liked it. You asked me 10,000 questions. I answered every single one of them. What more do you need to know? Uh, you know, it's a lot of money, and uh, we just need the time to consider it. Consider it? Yeah. Well, why don't you consider this? You've been asking me about every accessory in this car. Look, what about the light? What about this? You cannot what about talk this? to customers like that. You're not a customer as far as I'm concerned. You want to buy the car or not? Not from you. I always thought like, well, if it's there and people want it, they'll just find it. You don't need to do a job. But actually, as I've as I've done this for a long time, <laughs> I've learned that actually people want help. They want you to sell to them sometimes, and um, that that can be really fun for both you and the person you're selling to, if you understand their needs correctly. So. Yeah, I've l I've had to learn to be a bit braver and out go out of my comfort zone. How long have sorry? You How long have you been doing it for? Oh, I've been doing it full time. Well, before I had you, maybe about eleven, twelve years. <laughs> so I think those are all the questions. Okay. So <laughs> we are going to play. Two games. Oh, okay. And the first one we're going to do, well, you have a choice, I'm going to give you the choice. Just a minute or role play. And explain to you which, what both of them are. Oh, let's do role play. Okay. 
much. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pretend to be one of your, like, customers. One of my customers, okay. And you have to act like you would normally do. (laughs) Okay. So... Hello, I would like to buy a print. Hello. Thank you very much for finding for finding us. Which print are you looking at? Oh, is it the ha- the new Harry Styles print? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, how did I know? You <laughs> seemed like you seemed like you would like Harry Styles. The sequins gave it away. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, how do I get into like buying one? Do I just buy one of your like, company or something? Yep, absolutely. So these are not yet available so we've released them for pre-order and that means that you can actually choose which number you would like how how do you have any special birthdays coming up or not really okay all right so just the lowest number that we've got probably would suit you okay so what you need to do okay you can either come in to the gallery where whereabouts do you live i live it's quite hard to explain but i live like I live in, like, Japan. Okay, not a problem. So probably you won't want to come into my print room in Henley <laughs> near London. So okay. you go onto the website and you select the print that you would like. Mm-hmm. You put it in your basket. Yeah. Then you should be able to see how much mm-hmm. it costs in any currency. Okay. It's about £500 in this okay. country. And then you can select your address and everything, put it all in, just like any online shop. And I will have your order, and then as soon as they have been signed, mm-hmm. then we will get yours rolled up in a tube and on its way to you. Okay, perfect. But, um, I need to get it, like, because I can't figure out how to get it framed. Well, if you were near me, I would offer to help you, help you by taking it to a framer. But as you are in Japan, mm-hmm. I will send you a link by email when you place your order if you just put a comment in the box saying any ideas on framing please help me what i'll do is i will send you an email with a link to okay. all framing advice on our website okay and perfect that will give you everything you need to know perfect all right well thank you very much for your inquiry you're welcome i'll see you i'll be ordering from you soon fantastic bye thank you bye So that was role play. Uh, is yeah, that, and so, that was a good, that was a nice easy sale. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. Do you think I've answered everything about? Do you think you know a bit more about what I do or work? I think I know like a, quite a lot more about what because I used to think it was just publishing. Well, I mean, sorry, selling prints, and all you had to do was. Go and sell on someone, but no, it's much you more didn't busy. Know than... that I, I also helped to make them, and no, that's oh. it all. Well, good. Well, we've learnt something. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope my mum enjoyed. Thank Did you? Thank you very much. Okay, for good. Me. I enjoyed doing this. So, yeah, this is a good episode to start off the series. Yeah. Bye, everyone. I'm looking forward to the next one. Ish. <laughs>